0: Hi everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and today we're in for your NIV reading. We're in Ecclesiastes two one through twenty six. Um, then we're going to go to Genesis forty two one through thirty eight. Then for your also for your ESV, we're going to be in Mark fourteen one through seventy two. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. Pleasures are meaningless. I thought my heart. Come now, I will test you with my pleasure to find out what is good. But that also proved to be meaningless. Laughter, I said, is foolish. And what does pleasure accomplish? I tried cheering myself with wine and embracing folly, my mind still guiding me with wisdom. I wanted to see what was worthwhile for men to do under heaven during the few days of their lives. I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself myself. I planted vineyards, I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water groves of flourishing trees. I brought male and female slaves and had other I bought male and female slaves and had other su- slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of of kings. Provinces, I acquire my men and women singers and the harem as well. The delights of of the heart of man, I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all, with this, my wisdom stayed with me. I deny myself nothing my eyes desired. I refused my heart no pleasure. My heart took delight in all my work, and this was the reward for all my labor. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had toiled to achieve, everything was meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. Wisdom and folly are meaningless. Then I turned my thoughts to consider wisdom, and also madness and folly, that what more can the king's successor do than what he has already been done? I saw that wisdom is better than folly, just as light is better than darkness. The wise man has eyes in his head, while the fool walks in darkness, but I came to realize that the same fate overtakes them both. Then I thought in my heart, the fate of the fool will overtake me also. What then do I gain by being wise? I said in my my heart, this too is meaningless. For the wise man, like the fool, will not be long remembered. The days to come both will be forgotten. Like the fool, the wise man too must die. Toil is meaningless. So I hated life because the work that is Done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless and chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun, because I must leave them for to the one who comes after me. And who knows whether he will be a wise man or a fool. Yet he we he will have control over all the work into which I have poured my effort and skill under the sun. This too is meaningless. So my heart began to despair over all my toilsome labor under the sun for a man may do his work with wisdom knowledge and skill and then he must leave all his owner all he owns to someone who has not worked for it. This too is meaningless and a great misfortune. What does a man get for all the toil and anxious striving with much which his labors under the sun all his days. Has his work is, is pain and grief. Even at night, his mind does not rest. This too is meaningless. A man can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in his work. This too, I see, is from the hand of God. For without him, who can eat, fu- eat or find enjoyment? To the man who pleases him, God gives wisdom, knowledge, and happiness. But to the sinner, he gives the task of gathering and storing up wealth. To him, it, to hand it over to the one who pleases God. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament, or your ESV readings. Okay, so now we are in uh, Genesis 42, 1-38. through 38. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Um, Joseph's brothers go to Egypt. When Jacob learned that there was grain for sale in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you look at one another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is grain for sale in Egypt. Go down and buy grain for us there, that we may live and not die. So ten of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt. But Jacob did not send Benjamin, Joseph's brother, for with his brothers, for he feared But he treated them like strangers and spoke roughly to them. Where do you come from? He said, they, they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph recognized his brothers, but they did not recognize him. And Joseph remembered the dreams that he had dreamed of him, of them. And he said to them, You are spies. You have come to see the nakedness of the land. They said to him, No, my lord, your servants have come to buy food. "'We are all sons of one man. "'We are honest men. "'Your servants have never been spies.' "'He said to them, "'No, it is it is the nakedness of the land "'that you have come to see.' "'And he said, "'We, your servants, are twelve brothers, "'the sons of one man, "'in the land of Canaan. "'And behold, the youngest is th- this day "'with our father, and one is no more.' "'But Joseph said to them, "'It is as I said to you, "'you are spies.' do this, and you will live for I fear God, if you are honest men, let one of your brothers remain confined where you are where you are in custody, and let the rest go and carry grain for the famine of your house of your households, and bring your youngest brother to me, so your words will be verified, and you shall not die and they did so. Then they said to one another, In truth we are guilty concerning our brother in that we saw the distress of his soul and when he begged us and we did not listen. This is why this distress has come upon us. And Reuben answered them, Did I not tell you not to sin against the boy? But you did not listen. So now there comes a reckoning for his blood. They did not know that Joseph understood them, for there was an interpreter between them. Then he turned away from them and wept, and he returned to them and spoke to, to them. And he, and he took Simeon from them and bound him before their eyes. And Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain and to replace every, man, every man's money in his sack and to give them provisions for the journey. This was done for them." Then they loaded their donkeys with their grain and departed. As one of them opened the sack to give him his donkey fodder at the lodging place, he saw his money in the mouth of his sack. He said to his brothers, "My money has been put back here. Here it is in the mouth of my sack." And as they, their, at their, at this, their hearts failed them, and they turned trembling to one another, saying. What is this that the, that God has done to us when they came to Jacob, their father in the land of Canaan, they told him all that had happened to them, saying, "The man, the Lord of the land, spoke roughly to us and took us to be spies of the land, but he said,We said to him, We are honest men, we have never been spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of our father, one is more, no more, and the youngest is in is this day with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the man, the Lord of the land, said to us, By this I shall know that you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers with me, and take grain for the famine of your households, and go your way. Bring your youngest brother to me. Then I shall know that you are not spies, but honest men. And I will deliver your brother to you, and you shall trade in this land. And they emptied their sacks. Behold, every man's money Bundle money was in the sack, and they, and when they and their father saw their bundles of money, they were afraid. And Jacob, their father, said to them, "You have bereaved me of my children. Joseph is no more, and Simeon is no more. And now you would like to take Benjamin. All this has come against me." Then Reuben said to his father, "Kill my two sons if I do not bring him back to you." Put him in my hands, and I will bring him back to you. But he said, My son shall not go down with you, for his brother is dead, and he is the only one left. If harm should happen to him on the journey that you are to make, you would bring down my gray hairs with sorrow to Sheol. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we are in your New Testament reading, Mark chapter 14, 1 through 72. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. The Plot to Kill Jesus It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to, to arrest him by stealth and kill him. For they said, Do Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar from the people. Jesus is anointed at Bethany. And while he was at Bethany in the house of S- Simon the Leper, as he was reclining at the table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of an ointment and pure nard, very costly, and she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were, were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was the was the ornament waste ornament wasted like that? For this ornament could have been sold for more than three hundred denarii and given to the poor, and they scolded her, but Jesus said, "Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to to me for you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for for them, but you will not always have me. She has done what was what she could. she has anointed me." my body beforehand for burial. And truly I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Judas to betray Jesus. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him the Passover with the disciples. And at the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, Where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to, to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a wa- jar of water will meet you. Follow him, and wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, Teacher, said. The teacher says, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. There prepare for us. And the disciples set out and went to the city and found it just as he had told them. They prepared the Passover. And when it was evening, he came with the twelve, and they re- were reclining at the table and eating. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will truly will betray me, who one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful and, said, and to say to him one after another, Is it I? He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written, of him, but woe to the man by whom the son of a man is betrayed! It would have been better for that man if he had never been born. Institution of the Lord's Prayer of the Lord's Supper. And as they were eating, he took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them, and said, Take this, and take this as my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink of it of the fruit of the vine until they, that day when I drink of, drink it anew in the kingdom of God. Jesus foretells Peter's denial. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all fall away for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the shepherd will and the sheep will scatter, but after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though they all fall away fall away, I will not. And Jews said to him, Truly I tell you, this very night before before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said empathetically, If it must be if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. Jesus, Jesus prays in Gethsemane. And they went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with them him Peter and James and John, to, and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. Rise, let us go, be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Betrayal and arrest of Jesus. And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas came one of the twelve, and with him a crowd with swords and clubs, from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him. Away under guard, and when he came, he went up to him at once and said, "Rabbi!" And he kissed him, and they laid hands on him and seized him. But one of those who stood and seized him, one of the, but one of those who stood by, drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Jesus said to them, "Have you come out against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me, day and night?" Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled, and they all left him and fled. A young man flees. And a young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth about his body. And they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. Jesus before the council and they led Jesus to the high priest and all the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together and before and Peter had followed him at a distance ran into the courtyard of the high priest and he was sitting with the guards and warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death but they found none for many bore false witness against him but their testimony did not agree and some stood up and bore false witness against him saying we heard him say it will i will destroy this temple and that is made with hands and in three days i will build another not made with hands yet even about their this their testimony did not agree and the high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, have you to answer, no answer to make? What is this that these men testify against you? But he remained silent and made no answer. Again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the son of, of the blessed? And Jesus said, I am. And you will see the son of man seated at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of heaven. And the high priest tore his garments and said, what further witness do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? They all condemned him as deserving death, and some began to spit on him and to cover his face and strike him, saying, saying to him, "Prophesy, and the guards received him with blows. The Peter denies Jesus, and as Peter is below in the courtyard, one of the servants' girls of the high priest came and seeing Peter warming himself she looked at him and said you also were with the Nazarene Jesus but he denied it saying I neither know nor understand what you mean and he went out into the gateway and and the rooster crowed and the servant girl saw him and began again to say this say to the bystanders this man is one of them And he broke down and wept. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I lift you up, Lord. I thank you for who you are, Lord. Thank you for all these things that you have done for us. Thank you for dying on the cross for us. And thank you for being our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.